Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Here we go again on another Sunday afternoon to have another conversation, or at least I hope a conversation starter that maybe something I say will make you think about your life and the direction that your life is going. This one is on the eve of the celebration of America's birthday, the day that America became independent from Great Britain, or jolly old England as it was called in those days. And sometimes we still call it England instead of Great Britain. But as I thought about what I wanted to say today, I thought about the fact of that attitude that I described last week between being independent and free. And is there a difference? And the more I thought about that this week is there it really is no such the thing as total independence. We were never created for that. Now, I know I use that word created, and some people probably cringe at that because they think we just happened to evolve to this point of humanity and there is no design or anything to it. But I do believe that we have a difference in the human species that other species on the planet do not have. The ability to intentionally act and think and react and mull over rather than just acting with instincts. And so because of that, what good would it do if there was nobody else around to interact with? A lot of things have been said over the past week due to the fact of some recent Supreme Court decisions. And it's really got me to thinking. I've seen protesters on both sides, and I've seen people be really ugly and really kind. I've seen people make some good arguments and some not-so-good arguments. But what stands out in all of this is that the reason we probably don't get along today is we want everybody to be like us. Now, we say no. We say we want to be independent and an individual, but that was said when I was a teenager, that we wanted to do our own thing. We wanted to be our own person. And yet, I watched everybody try to talk alike, do the same cool things, dress alike. And it was just really kind of a rebellion to the past because we were dressing in ways that they didn't dress in the past. And we were talking in ways they didn't talk in the past. But yet, as teenagers, we were all acting the same. So what individualism is there in that other than we were individuating ourselves from the previous generation? And I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing, but that's what happens. And still today, we see that happening. But in all this wanting our way, we commit one major mistake. Now, I listen to all the conversations about, and especially along two arguments this week, there are those that are against abortion, and the ones that are for it say, well, it's my body. Why can't I do what I want to? Keep your hands off my body, and I will do with it as I please. The other side then comes back and says, because of COVID and all we had, well, then why do I have to let you give me a vaccine? It's my body. I'll do with it as I want to. Now, of course, the whole argument is that if there is a pregnancy involved, that you're forcing me to carry this for nine months, and 
it's inside of my body and controls my body after I'll gain weight and many other different things happen during a pregnancy. And so it's affecting my body. But you getting a vaccine is not about how it affects your body, but it's about you may affect other people and get them sick and they may die. But what is missed in all of this is the fact that we don't have all the information and if you go out and look for it, you can find that it was underreported all the things that went wrong with some people who took the vaccine and some of the issues they had by taking it. So is it a matter of degree? Is it a matter of, well, I don't know how many people are going to affect other people, and so any degree can do that? Or Take the amount of people that are pregnant at any one given time for whatever reason, whether it's just promiscuity, it was planned, unplanned, it was the act of a crime, which nobody would want a woman to have to make that decision to carry it or not carry it by a law. That should be left up to the woman and what she decides to do after much prayer and consideration and talking to friends. And nobody has a qualm with that. But if it was just simply from promiscuity and not taking precautions and all of that, how many of those happen and compared to the whole population of the world? And so what is the degree of that? But you see, I want to boil it down simpler. I want to boil it down to that simple fact that it is their body. But when you boil it down to that simple fact of it being their body and they should get to choose, what is the argument against either side? If it's a vaccine or it's a pregnancy, isn't it about your choice? Isn't it about whether you get to choose what goes into your body and what comes out of your body and how that affects your body? And I just look at that and it amazes me at the dumbness and the stupidity or the ignorance, or I don't know what it is, of mankind. Because when you look at the court and you try to get them to legislate everything that you want done in life without any moral basis, except what you feel and what you think, then what you get is the current situation. A situation in which whoever's on top wins. Whoever's in charge wins. And that's not the way it should be, because the court has been making decisions and the left agreed with it, Roe versus Wade. They agree with it. And they say, we can't overturn it now because of stare decisis or precedent. And yet they ignore the fact of all the precedent that was ignored when they first passed it all those years ago. Or they ignore the fact that how much precedent was ignored when the Jim Crow laws were ruled to be unconstitutional. And they were horrible laws. But if we're going on the fact that we should always go by precedent, and precedent makes something right, then why did we do away with those laws? Now, nobody wants to go back to those laws. But that's the point. It's not about the law. It's really not about my body or your body. In the end, it's about pure power and control. People want to control other people. And I have to fault the church partly for this, because when we go back to our very beginning and we look to the Puritan colonies, if you didn't want to be puritanical, you needed to get out of the colony. That's what it was in the Denbury, Connecticut Baptist writing, because the Baptists were a minority and they were getting picked on, and that's why they wrote Jefferson, because they were being picked on. 
we didn't really realize that idea that freedom ends where my body ends. I was raised that way. My freedom ends where your nose begins. I should not be able to force you by fraud, coercion, manipulation, or by law to do anything you do not choose to do. And if I'm doing things that you don't feel is right, as long as they don't have an impact on you, you should have nothing to say about me. And yet, we have to live together. We have only so many resources. And as I said last week, we can't be independent from everyone. We're interdependent on each other. And I just wanted to say that again this week. We need to depend on one each, on each other. We don't need to always be against each other. And it's not a matter of controlling everything. It's a matter of controlling ourselves so that we don't come across others and try to make them be under our control. The only thing you truly can control in life is your perceptions, your attitudes, your opinions, and that's it. You can't control the opinions of others, the attitudes of others. You can only control yours. And you also can control your response. You can control whether you get sad, glad, angry, or mad. You can control if you're offended or not. You can control. You can look at them and just think, boy, they're having a bad day. Or they must be really bad off if they have to be offended or mad or sad or glad at me. And then there's the other part of it. Why do you let people control your happiness by their ignorance or stupidity? You shouldn't do that. You need to let people live and they let you live because I'm not into having power over you and I'm not into the government having power over me. And so each one has to make their decision. And in this last decision, the right to get an abortion wasn't outlawed in all 50 states. There's still places. And even Canada said people from America can come and they'll take care of it. There's states who said, if your state won't, come to us and we'll take care of it. So it's not that the choice is not still there. It's just that the choice is no longer a constitutional right. But where do we end with these rights? Do you have a constitutional right to health care? Because of Obamacare and others, they say you do. But do you really? They want to get it that you have a constitutional right to have a house, but do you? Do you have a constitutional right to a guaranteed salary? And who's going to guarantee it? The government? But where's the government get their money? They get it from us. They have no money. They are no producers. They produce nothing but division and anger and angst among the people they're supposed to govern. That's what they do. So we need to start looking out for one another on a local level. I'll go back to what it says. As we come to this Independence Day, Let's become independent of Washington, D.C. They're a lost city. They've not produced anything and I don't know how long, and they've convinced many Americans that we can't live without them. But how do they really affect us? What do they really say that matters in our life? On a day-to-day basis. But our neighbors matter. Our community matters. Because what goes on here is what really affects our lives in each 
in every location. So as we come to this 4th of July, let's celebrate our independence from the stupidity of Washington. Both sides have told you they're going to make it better, and they've been telling you that for a long time. And I just have one question for you. For the most part, what have they done in Washington, D.C. to make your life better? I think Jesus said it best. It's about an individual character change. It's about an individual deciding to do the right thing and then influencing one other person to do the right thing and then influencing another. And as we do those right things, then we all gain a respect for one another, even if we don't think exactly alike. And we all get to live the life we want. And as I've said before, if I'm doing something wrong and it's against morals, then I'm going to pay for it even if I get away with it here. So let's think about that. I hope you have a happy 4th of July. I hope you enjoy your family and you enjoy your freedom. But remember, we're not free from having to be with others, for we need to be with others and we need to care for others. Blessing, protection, and favor. Until next time.